<sighs> well, 2019 is almost up, and I want to share with you what we had planned for 2020. And in order to tell you what our theme is going to be, uh, I thought I should go over with you one of the major themes of the Bible. So let's start from the very beginning in the book of Genesis. So in the very beginning, God created the world and it was really, really good. He created humanity. He said, wow, this is amazing. This is a, a, an image of me. This is amazing. But then two chapters later in chapter three, everything turns sour. You see, what happened was humanity looked at their situation and the serpent convinced humanity that maybe God's holding out on you. So they looked at God and said, you know what? I think I could live this life better apart from you. So I'm going to go and do my own thing. And so humanity turned their backs on God and started to do their own thing. And if you look at the next few chapters, you discover that uh, with that separation from God, we have brought in corruption, chaos, destruction, murder, a lot of bad things started happening. So I want to focus on that moment when Adam and Eve decided to turn their back on God. This is what the Bible says in chapter three. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food, pleasing to the eye, and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. Now, if you study this verse carefully, you'll notice that there's three main actions here. The first one is that she saw it, and then she saw that it was appealing, and then finally, it says that she took it. Now, keep those three words in mind because we're gonna come back to it in a few minutes. Now, as humanity continued to progress, the world got darker and darker. And in the midst of that, God raised a guy named Noah. Now, Noah did everything right. He was the righteous guy in this dark world. And so what God did was he came in and wiped out all the evil people from the world. And the, Noah and his family were the only ones that survived it. Now, what happens next is really strange. The author decides to tell us a story of how after the flood, Noah planted a vineyard and became a garden. And then after that, he took his clothes off and fell asleep. Now, why is that information in there? Now, where else have we seen in the Bible uh, people who lived in a garden who were without clothes? That's right. We're talking about Adam and Eve here. He thought without all the evil people in the world, he now is living in Eden. But here's the thing. In the very next chapter, we discover that the world is not rid of evil because Noah himself spreads curses to the next generation. Noah got this close and he failed. But you see, God didn't give up at that point because a few generations later, God raised a guy named Abram, or we call him Abraham. He blessed him with everything that he needs so he could go and bless the world. And he was doing everything right, except for his own selfish reasons, he ended up cursing other nations. Again, he got so close, but he failed. And then we have a guy named Moses a few generations later. Same thing, he got close, but he failed. But God didn't give up at that point. He raised another guy a few generations later. His name is King David, the best king that Israel has ever had. He did everything right. But at one point in his life, he fell and he fell short just like the other ones. And this is what the Bible says about that. Now pay attention to the wording of King David's failure. One evening, David got up from his bed and walked around on the roof of the palace. From the roof, he saw a woman bathing. The woman was very beautiful and David sent someone to find out about her. Then David sent messengers to get her. Now, did you notice the three words that stood out in that passage? In the Genesis story, the three words were saw, 
the appeal and then they took it, right? Over here in the David story, the three verbs are used in the same way. This is the writer's way of saying the same thing that happened back then is still happening right now. I mean, how many times have we done the same thing? What we thought we were so close in achieving the will that God had for our lives only to fail at the last minute. This is their way of saying, not only do we believe that the Adam and Eve story happened, we believe that it happens. But God does not give up on us. If you turn the page into the New Testament, what you'll discover is that Jesus shows up and where all the Old Testament characters mess up, like Moses and Noah and those characters, Jesus seems to succeed in it. In a way, it's like he's living the life that we were meant to live. When he's tempted, an Old Testament character might just give in to the temptation, but Jesus actually overcomes it. When you know that people might take advantage of certain people, we see Jesus showing compassion to them instead. Where it's easy to hate people, Jesus shows love instead. In a way, Jesus is this humanity that was never realized. And so that eventually gets him killed. But after he dies, he comes back to life and there's a whole big group of people start following him. And these people call themselves Christians. And these people gather around a table on a weekly basis. They took a piece of bread and they broke it. And to them, this bread represented the body of Jesus. That how Jesus broke his own body for the sake of loving the people around him, for the sake of making the world better, for the sake of making the world back to the way that it was before chapter 3 of Genesis. And they took a vow saying, just like how Jesus broke his body for the world, we will also become a living sacrifice for the people around us. Now, just as this movement is starting to take off, we've discovered there's a leader in this movement and his name is the Apostle Paul. And he put a label to this phenomenon and he calls it the new humanity. What he says is, we have to take off the old humanity, the thing that is represented by Moses and Noah and the failures of King David. We have to take that off and we have to put on the new humanity that's represented by Jesus. So Paul the Apostle, he traveled around the world and he reminded people, if you are a follower of Jesus, you have taken off the old and you put on the new. So start living like it. So in 2020, our theme for Westlight is a new humanity. We're gonna be talking about transformation. How can God come inside of us and transform us from the inside out? How can we become more and more the people that God intended us to be? And so we're gonna keep looking at the book of Luke to see how Jesus lived his life so we could see him as an example. We're also gonna be talking about confronting some of the issues inside of our hearts so that we could become more and more the people that God called us to be. And what's most exciting is that we're gonna be serving the community around us by volunteering. That means we're going to be blessing your community without asking anything in return. So may God continue to bless us in 2020 and may he continue to change us from the inside out so we can become a new humanity. So I'll see you in 2020. God bless.